By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Have you seen the slash? Made by users for users. Engineered for flavor. One of the coolest features around. A built-in loading tool. Learn more at www.stonesmiths.ca. profile? Who created it? What is the lineage? How much THC? What's in a name? This is Know Your Buds, a close-up look at cultivars you should try or try again. Joining Dean is our educator, Chris Ionson. Always loving this segment as I get to bring in my good friend Chris Sciencin of uh, Plant Life Cannabis, who I was able to uh, have a good visit with, uh, along with Gage and the crew, uh, Ian Scott. Good to see him on Tuesday at the new Albany location, and there it is on the screen. It is open on Tuesday. You can find more information at plantlifecannabis.com as I bring in my good friend and our educator, Chris Ionson. And man, um, to quote Costanza's uh, uh, dad, it was a festival, uh, Festivus for the rest of us at uh, Plant Life. Man, it was a uh, amazing, amazing vibe and kind of uh, atmosphere around the store on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, totally, buddy. It was uh, it was great, great to see you there. Thanks for coming down, man. Uh, I, I definitely think yeah, uh, Gage and and Sid and the team did a did a great job, uh, you know, getting the store ready. And yeah, we had her uh, open at four twenty p.m. Uh, as we nor- normally do on our open days. Uh, it's a lot of work leading up to it for sure. Uh, I was there uh, at the start of the day and uh, didn't really didn't really stop. Um, but uh, yeah, all that hard work paid off, and the, the store looks great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, for those of uh, people listening to this on uh, Wednesday, there's going to be specials uh, st- uh, on that and then lots to come uh, from that location. And listen, I- I'm glad for Gage and uh, Sydney to-, to have that store and be moving on, but I'm going to miss them at Jensen Lakes. And, you know, that's kind of Jensen Lakes and Aaron Ridge and St. Albert are my stomping ground. So, you know, I'm going to have to venture into the city now to see my friends and uh, my bud tenders. But all good for everybody and certainly uh, exciting times. And really excited, Chris, about the cultivar that we're doing today. You know, so many times, and, you know, rightfully so or wrongfully so, depending on who you talk to, we do some really heavy hitters or, you know, even so last week, uh, uh, a THC level at 15 that punched way above its weight. And we talked about, we talk a lot about the extreme high and the different things. I'm really looking forward to doing Dance Hall, a sativa and the 60-40 spectrum, and this is a CBD cultivar. So I think this is something that, you know, is important for us to do uh, from time to time, and, and maybe more often, because as we're going to talk about, this is a terrific uh, beginner 
cultivar. So this is from spinach, Chris, and you know uh, a great deal about spinach. They are part of the Cronus group. So tell us, tell us a little bit about them. Yeah, you know, so the Cronus group, uh, yeah, like we mentioned, they're the parent company of spinach and Cove. Those are the two rec brands that we see uh, here in Canada. Um, they were founded in 2012. Uh, they used to be called Pharmacan uh, in Toronto, Ontario by Paul Rosen and Lauren Michael Gertner. Uh, now, Lauren, Lauren Gertner, uh, some people call him the, uh, the godfather, the Canadian godfather of cannabis. Um, he was heavily involved in the early stages of uh, medical cannabis in the early 2000s. And um, um, I mean, he, so he founded the, uh, the Kronos Group, uh, uh, you know, left the board in, in 2016, uh, but remains a significant shareholder with the group. Uh, he also co-founded uh, Tokyo Smoke with his son, uh, Alan, and they've got uh, cannabis uh, to market as well as retail stores. Um, and they sold that to Canopy. Uh, and then he started Mo Canna. I looked into this and Mo Canna is a consumption lounge hmm. uh, in Toronto. And it was like supposed to be 8,000 square feet. And I saw some articles about it. I was trying to find the website. Did it open? I couldn't find any kind of you know, news that it was open up and running or any photos of it. But uh, I mean, super cool idea. Um, so just a, a super cool guy. He's kind of been all over the place, uh, you know, had his paws in a, in a lot of different uh, jars in, in the cannabis world, uh, for sure. Uh, I, I love that he's, you know, called the Canadian godfather of, of cannabis. Uh, and he's also now getting into psilocybin. Um, so he, uh, he's the chairman of a new pharma company, uh, devoted to magic mushrooms. And, uh, I think that's super cool too. So it's, it's neat to see. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of, uh, interesting research being done, um, you know, officially and unofficially, you know, officially by, by researchers and unofficially by people that are just micro dosing with psilocybin on their own. And, you know, I'm not making any kind of recommendations, but I would recommend that people research it if they, if they are interested, but, uh, you know, people that I know, uh, directly uh, that tell me the results they get from microdosing. So interesting topic, and yeah, maybe something we'll explore a little bit on the uh, the Cannabis 101 podcast. I've had uh, some people ask me about microdosing with edibles uh, in the cannabis form, and uh, you know, might be something to, for us to explore uh, at another time. But uh, yeah, Lauren and uh, that crew, man, they are uh, doing some crazy and awesome things, and uh, more power to them. But things really got going for this company about 10 years ago, didn't they? Yeah, for sure, Dino. So yeah, uh, 2013, Peace Natural started, uh, and that was um, their their medical side of things. And it was actually Canada's first uh, medical LP uh, that was out there. And they were also the first uh, group licensed to sell cannabis oil. So um, really, kind of you know groundbreakers there for sure. Um, Spinach is one of their recreational brands, uh, and they really have a focus on the the fun side of cannabis. Uh, their tagline is spinach with friends. Uh, mm. And I, I, I think that's, that's great. I feel like that's a big part of cannabis culture is, you know, hanging out with your homies. Uh, so works well with me, uh, especially being on the rec side of things, keep it fun. Um, and uh, I also think that it's, it's, it's super cool uh, to be smoking uh, like a medical brands recreational lineup uh, because, you know, they put all kinds of thought research uh, into their genetics and their growing process. So we're at a recreational level, we're, we're getting, uh, you know, medicinal, medicinal products. So mm -hmm. pretty nice. 
Indeed, man. I'm uh, I'm so uh, interested in uh, you know the process now, and ever since uh, uh, you were lucky enough to take me on a tour of uh, of Atlas uh, Natural History, and I was able to see Parkland Flower, and uh, you know recently had a chance to talk with uh, Kevin Anderson of Broken Coast about you know their growing process and see what it is, and it just makes me so interested. Every time I discover a new LP, I want to just uh, know enough uh, so much about them. Uh, not that it makes a difference. I can't really tell. I'm, I don't have that sophisticated of a, a cannabis palate, but I just love to know how things are. So tell us about uh, how things are done with spinach. Yeah, so most of uh, spinach's uh, cannabis uh, is grown hydroponically in, in their Ontario locations. Um, they use HPS lighting, uh, and they have a, a unique one-to-one barcode system with their plants. So uh, each plant gets a barcode, <coughs> And they monitor the data and, uh, you know, monitor any issues. So if, if a plant's got issues, uh, it, it's, you know, brought up to the, the top of the chart and it, it gets addressed quickly uh, where it gets one-to-one care with, you know, a, a, an employee, a worker in the, in the plant there uh, trained to deal with it. Um, there's also um, all their bud is, uh, is produced using a two-stage uh, dry and cure system. Uh, where uh, plants are cut and and hang dried, um, and then another final cut and then cured, uh, and everything is done by hand, human power, uh, so no no machines uh, used in the process. Um, and it's also worth noting that uh, a good amount of the folks working in the Cronus facilities, uh, a lot of them have PhDs in uh, plant sciences or, or you know uh, uh, horticulture, uh, and and a lot of them are legacy growers. Uh, so it's kind of a really good combination of those two. Um, and their director of research in our ergonomics is Lase Schultz. Uh, and he's got a PhD in plant physiology. Uh, I've seen some interviews with him and he's kind of their, their mad scientist. He just seems like a very cool guy. I'd, uh, I'd, I, I'm going to add him to my list of people I'd like to partake in a, in a sesh with. Uh, for sure, he seems uh, well-versed and well-knowledged in cannabis. So. Uh, it's pretty cool they've got him on their team. I think it's really awesome that they're blending, uh, you know, the the new uh, legalization with uh, the legacy market because there are so many people from that world. You know, a lot of people have gotten into legalization, and I love it because there are so many great ideas, the knowledge, the experience that we can all benefit and learn from. So I like how they're doing that. And just one more point that I'll run through before we get on to uh, the, you know, the history and everything with dance hall, but this is a real global company. They have facilities all over the world. Five of them, in fact, Canada, U S Israel, Colombia, Australia, and Germany. So uh, really on the cutting edge when it comes to cannabis around the world and cannabis is, you know, the wheel of cannabis, as we like to say around here, is starting to turn quite a bit. So kudos uh, to the Kronos Group for sure. All right, let's dive specifically into Dance Hall now. And before we do that, I just want to mention that the website is www.spinachcannabis.com. Uh, we unfortunately, Chris, couldn't get it to work with the system here. Uh, this this system and, and age gating don't always agree, so some websites don't work. But I will give them kudos to the Wicked Colors the floating bud. I love the poll question. Uh, I, I like their website. Uh, there's a lot of really cool things, including some new cultivars. Yeah, totally, buddy. Uh, GMO cookies is coming, uh, as well as a wedding cake. Uh, so super, super exciting uh, for me at at store level, just to see uh, new products from LPs that I like. 
uh, two awesome cultivars too. I've heard uh, really good things about both of both of them. So uh, super exciting to hopefully we see them in Alberta soon. That'd be great. Yeah, indeed. All right, let's talk about the history. Tell us a little bit about the lineage, and then we'll get into who created it. Okay, yeah. So the lineage of dancehall is uh, Juanita La Lagrimosa, uh, and that was the female uh, of of the production of dancehall. So uh, Juanita La Lagrimosa, and Lagrimosa uh, means tear uh, tearful. Uh, so it's a little bit of a sad story there, uh, and. <laughs> Juanita's a, a cross of a Reina Madre and a, and a New York City Diesel, um, and then that's cross, so Juanita's crossed with a uh, Kalija, and that's uh, the male there, and that's a Blue Heaven crossed with a New York City Diesel as well. So uh, we've got a, a double dip on the New York City Diesel in the dance hall, uh, and it's uh, Juanita crossed with a uh, Kalija, and uh, it was initially bred by the Spanish breeder. Uh, reggae seeds uh, and they were established in 2006 uh, in Spain uh, they're known for uh, their award-winning uh, CBD rich cultivar the Juanita La Lagrimosa uh, it's, it's one of the first kind of high CBD producing uh, cultivars to hit the market uh, and be available for, for seeds and to be grown uh, and they're definitely considered uh, kind of elite masters of the uh, medicinal cannabis seed market. So um, reggae seeds, were, I, I looked into them a bit. It, they, they got a cool story. Uh, so it's pretty neat to see them there. That's awesome. I, I Sorry, I just muted my mic so nobody would have to hear the bag, uh, the big bag of weed that I have blowing up. But it's, uh, it's ready to go. And as, uh, as they said on Family Guy, everything is better with a big bag of weed. So I have uh, a bag of dance hall here. And uh, the, it, it's awesome. I love hearing those Spanish names. I listen to a lot of old uh, westerns that are dated in the 1800s based on the Mexican border. This sounds uh, like almost could be one of the characters or a name of my book. Uh, you said the, the Woman of Tears. Is that is that what the, the translation was? Yeah, Juanita the Tearful, yeah. Juanita the Tearful, sure. so she could be a character in that. Uh, uh, good stuff, I like that. Now, the really thing that I really, really like about this cultivar that we're doing is the fact that uh, it is 5% THC and it is 7.3% CBD. And I'll just put the single shot of you so people can see the numbers up there. And and and, and I think this is really important uh, to be able to have these type of cultivars available for people. Absolutely, Dino. It's uh, a great uh, stepping stone starting point uh, to get into cannabis. Um, the fact that it's a sativa dom too is, is kind of a really nice like uh, daytime high. It's It's uh, great for anyone who's been thinking about getting into weed, but, uh, you know, been nervous or someone who's maybe smoked some weed at a party and, and had a bad trip because uh, it was, you know, a 28% THC, uh, you know, and it's your first time. Uh, so this is definitely, uh, it's a great, great kind of experience for, for going into a store and talking, talking to someone too, right? Where you can go in there and say, hey. Uh, hey, bud tender. I, I'm new to cannabis. Uh, I, I definitely uh, would let people know about the dance hall. I think it's a great uh, starting point. Uh, it's also not nothing too too intense, so it doesn't get you too too rocked. So it's good. You know, you can get a lot of stuff done too. Yeah, it's uh, pretty sweet. I envision this being a really uh, common uh, in my rotation. 
uh, during the daytime uh, because I, you know, there are there are a lot of things I need to do where I can't be ha- having those, t- you know, high THC or the the you know, especially the entourage effect that comes into play, like you know, some of the things that we've done. Um, you know, the the, the cane is a, is a pretty heavy indica, but something like that that really, really gets to you sometimes just doesn't work the, during the day when you want to be productive. As much as some cultivars are great for productivity, this one seems like it is really geared for that person that's new or new again to cannabis, as you mentioned, and getting stuff done. So we'll get more into that in the three W's, but I'm really, really excited that we're doing this because I think a lot of people can benefit from this if they are new to cannabis. Now, cool things about different stories behind uh, names uh, behind cultivars i love them and lay it on me as far as the name what's in a name when it comes to dance hall yeah so dance hall i mean it has to do with the vibe you get when you smoke this stuff uh it's sativa dom so it's uplifting uh it's very upbeat it's very fun um just like a dance hall right uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the reggae seeds genetics uh, they've got kind of a reggae vibe to them uh they have a baseline that's one of their indicas. They've got a, a dub, a roots, uh, a revolution, and a respect. Um, so they kind of uh, stick to that. And I think dancehall just kind of fits right into, you know, uh, yeah, the feeling you get when you, when you consume it. Um, with the what's in a name, Dino, and, and spinach, uh, I feel like that's a, a really nice kind of incognito, you know, prohibition term for, for cannabis. Uh, grass, weed, dope, uh, spinach was, was one of them. Uh, uh, for me, definitely, um, my ball team, uh, the Dirty Mitts, uh, we play in Leduc uh, every Wednesday uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, it was always a double header. So two games to play, um, and I would always have a doobie in between games, um, whether by myself or you know with, with someone else. And uh, the team started calling it O'Ian since having a spinach right now. And then I'd get in there, start the second game, usually – pretty on i feel like i can i can concentrate get my focus on uh on cannabis but one error and everybody's like oh the spinach oh yeah okay just wait guys (laughs) but uh yeah definitely the spinach is a a great name for me yeah a couple things i want to play on your baseball team so uh let's uh when baseball gets back i'd like to try out if i could i was uh a decent baseball baseball player one day. The other thing is I love uh, the words that we all came up with for cannabis. And, you know, one of the one-hitters question I, I have is what's your favorite word for weed? And, you know, we all seem to call it something different. And spinach was what, something we used. And I'm just thinking, like, what parent would ever believe their kid that they were actually talking about spinach with somebody else? Like what 15-year-old is having a conversation about spinach? So now that I think back at it, it was probably pretty obvious for some of our parents what we were talking about if we were actually using the term spinach or tree or, or any of those things, right? When you when you think about it, they're, they're code words, but they're kind of obvious code words, I would think. <laughs> yeah, uh, totally, buddy. I use those code words, words throughout my, my adolescence, man. Uh, for sure. Um. <laughs> I like the uh, I like the term vibe with this too because it reminds me of you know when we can getting back out and uh, cutting a rug on a dance floor and you know speaking of vibe we've got one going at Relevant right now you can join our vibe download the app Relevant R E L E V N T and we've got a cannabis one on one podcast we're going to do cool live audio chats I know you and I are going to have some fun on there get some Q and A from some of the listeners and the viewers so good vibes all around with this one and i love that you have your own spinach uh for uh 
for uh, softball games and uh, things like that. That is absolutely brilliant. Uh, let's talk about the look as I'll uh, bring in uh, some pictures of this one. We've got uh, the uh, the standard uh, white tub uh, that is there. Uh, it could be a little bit smaller, and I really wish there was a humidity pack in this one. Uh, I think every cannabis uh, package should have a humidity pack. Uh, this was a little bit dry, not to the point where you didn't need a grinder, but a humidity pack, I, I just think... Uh, you know, I think that's just something that everybody should get in their uh, in their cannabis to just make it as good quality as we possibly can by the time it gets into the consumer's hand. Just my thoughts. Yeah, I uh, definitely agree with you there, Dean. I think too. You know, once it's uh, once it's harvested, uh, to once it's you know jarred up, to once it's uh, you know put into boxes and cases and put onto pallets and you know trucked to a warehouse you know there's a lot of you know time with it uh let's you know those humidity humidity packs they keep things fresh uh, and that's that's important to cannabis people so fully agree with you indeed uh, when we do get a, a look at this it's got a really dark look um you know it's 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 dark green but there's some other colors in there as well especially when you get it underneath a microscope yeah, buddy, absolutely. Uh, I, I I did that with my the dance hall the first time I got it because uh, I was floored about the the darkness to it and and I did see some really really dark greens, uh, a little bit of lighter greens uh, and some purple purple flecks in there too uh, and really wiry orange pistols uh, throughout. Yeah, not a big big dusting of trichomes, but this isn't you know uh, super heavy uh, THC um, rich rich cultivar there, uh, but. Uh, yeah, it looks uh, it looks great uh, uh, up close for sure. Worth checking out in a mic in a magnifying glass. Yeah, indeed. Uh, on first glance, just from the naked eye, it just looks dark green. Uh, but then you get in there and you see some of the cool things uh, that are inside that, and you can even see some of the uh, the pistols there on the screen. Yeah. Let's talk terpenes now. What do you got for us uh, for the top three? So the uh, the dominant terpene is uh, myrcene, and that's uh, kind of an earthy earthy terpene. Uh, it's found in mangoes. Uh, we've got uh, pining is, is up next, and that's uh, a pine tree. It's kind of a woodsy uh, smell and aroma. Uh, and then we have limonene as the third terpene, and that's kind of a citrus fruity uh, aroma and flavor. Uh, so uh, I guess the three of the three common terps uh, with it uh, that we've talked about enough, but uh, I'm a big fan of all three. Mm -hmm. And they produce a really awesome smell. And, you know, I think we associate smells all a little bit differently, just like cannabis is, is you know, impacted uh, within people all a little bit differently. So what did you get when you smelled this? And then I'll throw out what Nosy McGee and I got. Yeah, so for me, it was like a, you know, an earthy forest uh, mixed with sweet berries, a um, little bit of floral kind of notes over top of that. Um, very unique to me to have a CBD cultivar smell like this. Uh, super nice. Like as soon as you crack the jar, it's noticeable, and any time I, I would ask someone, hey, smell this, uh, what, you know, everyone's like, oh, that's that's really nice. Uh, the smell on it's amazing. That's worth talking about, 100%. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I got, uh, we were smelling it, and, and right away, you crack it open, and it fills the room, and I, and I absolutely love it. And it was sweet. We were trying to think of what it was, and then I came, I, it was grapefruit to me. I, I smelled a lot of sweetness or some kind of combination uh, of that. Uh, and then after the grind, 
Um, it's a fruity sweet, like a, like almost like a berry sweet. So a little bit uh, different throughout. Uh, but again, it's just a, a very pleasant, pleasant uh, smelling uh, cannabis. So, so I love that. Uh, what about the taste? What are you looking at with the taste? Yeah, so for, for me, it's uh, kind of sweet and earthy on the inhale. Um, on the exhale, it's kind of sweet, almost pineapple-y, like uh, kind of tropical fruit, but gas, like pineapple gas and spice um, on the exhale super unique uh it's it's very noticeable I, I was consuming it in joints um probably a little bit different on the bag what, what do you mm -hmm. got there dean sweet uh like a, a candy sweet taste almost uh to me uh, but i definitely can taste the earthiness uh, for sure that's really uh, really prevalent um but very very sweet um not not fruit sweet, almost like uh, candy sweet. So a li little bit different for me, uh, but there's also uh, some, some uh, gassiness. And I was surprised that uh, the, the spice was there as well. As you know, I, I'm a big fan of that one. So it's got a really good mixture of taste. I love the cultivars that have a taste on the inhale and a taste on the exhale. So you can really uh, di differentiate from the, the different, whether the terpenes are affecting or something like that. I, I really enjoy that. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. And uh, and with the spice there, I, I do think uh, Caryophylline was like fourth or fifth uh, in the list uh, for this one. So uh, definitely why we're getting those those spicy notes. Mm -hmm. uh, it, but yeah, it, it's... Uh, it just kind of proves, sorry, that, you know, it, it, you know, just takes a little bit, you know, maybe it's not the dominant, but it's still prevalent in the state, in the taste and, and how maybe they react differently to produce different tastes, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the combination too, the unique combination of certain terpenes kind of working together can produce, you know, a, a bubble gum like mm -hmm. smell uh, that's just super unique. Like, uh, so it's uh, it's pretty wild with the uh, you know the couple hundred terpenes that are out there right now. Yeah. In the all right. What was your experience like, and what will? Uh, and and uh, I, I'm already having some fun with this one. Uh, but what was your experience <laughs> like? Uh, it's all kinds of fun uh, for me. I, I definitely enjoy it. Um, doesn't get me super rocked, uh, which is good. I, I, I like that. I like consuming cannabis and, and not getting rocked and being able to kind of keep my wits about me uh, and, and be productive and, and still, you know, uh, stay on task. Uh, very uplifting, very enjoyable, uh, all kinds of laughs and smiles. And uh, I mean, uh, consuming it, you know, alone by yourself, uh, it's, it's still a really fun time. I, I definitely did that a, a lot. Um, yeah, it's uh, worth checking out for sure, Dino. Excellent. So let's talk a little bit about the three W's now. Who, what, and when is this good for? So who it's good for? All levels. Everybody, I, I'd say, beginners and up. If you are new to cannabis, uh, dance hall. Let's, let's do it. Let's try it out. Let's test out water, see what happens. Um, nothing too, too crazy. Uh, what it's good for being creative, uh, arts and crafts, being outdoor, uh, staying active, going for a jog. Um, I like it for, for workouts too. Um, I used to, uh, do some boxing and I would, uh, um, consume, consume some, something similar to the dance hall. Uh, this was a couple of years ago, but, uh, I, I like that kind of, you know, lower THC, higher CBD, uh, and then going in, into the gym and, and, you know, going a little crazy. Um, it, it's nice. And then I have some after too, super enjoyable for that instant kind of gratification. Um, when it's good for 
Um, daytime for sure. Uh, it's not too buzzy, so you can consume it later on in the day. But I wouldn't smoke any right before bed. But uh, I definitely think kind of throughout the day is is good for for when. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, high or not getting high and, and high is uh, different for, for all kinds of different people. So you could still be quote unquote high and very, very productive uh, in this situation. I, you know, I wouldn't recommend having this in driving or anything like that because I don't think that is appropriate. But, you know, high is different for for people and consuming uh, cannabis uh, in, in all different ways and something like this where maybe you're not going to get high, but you're going to feel really good. Uh, you know, depending on how cannabis and your uh, endocannabinoid system reacts, but it's just going to fe- be a good feeling, uh, whether that's high or not high. It's just going to, I think, ma- make for a for a great day, like it was on Tuesday when you guys opened uh, the Albany store at 4:20. I absolutely love that, and uh, fun times ahead for the crew at that store. They certainly have a good crew behind them because a lot of them were out here in St. Albert. So, uh, looking forward to more good things uh, with Albany, and, I- and I'm sure you are as well. Yeah, for sure, Dean. Uh, yeah, the, the store just uh, d- day one uh, went amazing. Uh, yeah, it was a, a great vibe, and uh, the staff there. I mean, they, they've been they've come they're coming out of those St. Albert locations. Uh, a lot of them are. Um, they're great. They're uh, super knowledgeable, super passionate about cannabis. So uh, it was great to see. Uh, yeah, we had a uh, all kinds of you know guests were popping by the store, and uh, yeah, it, everyone's we we're getting a lot of positive feedback too. And I think the location's great too. There's a uh, you know, pretty much any anything there. I feel like if the staff want to, you know, take a break uh, and go out and grab a bite, <laughs> they've got mm-hmm. you know a lot of options there. Uh, you know, there's a Walmart right there too, so uh, very very busy area. So it's uh, it's it's great. It's uh, we're super pumped about it. Yeah, and and it's not uh, very far from St. Albert uh, either. It's uh, yeah. you know we were there in about 13 minutes, so it's a quick drive. Uh, if you're in the St. Albert area and you want to check out the new store, but certainly great things ahead for uh, plant life and then the new location at Albany. Thanks as always, Chris. Uh, I will uh, probably be seeing you at that Albany store very soon. Uh, have a great week, man. Yeah, Dino. Thanks so much, buddy. We'll uh, talk to you soon. and follow us on social media at the cannabis 101 on twitter at the cannabis 101 podcast on instagram and at the canna 101 podcast on facebook you can email us at cannabis 101 podcast at gmail.com